Welcome to this defactor zeal. Today I will discussing the two-factor. First, it is the knowledge of the dread condition of the sinner without Christ. His slavery to Satan, the inherited depravity of his nature, his bondage to sin, his love of it, his enmity toward God, of which he is probably not aware, his guilt, his helplessness, and his ignorance of the way back to his heavenly Father's house, and happiness, and his awful danger, if he neglects the offer of salvation and life in Jesus Christ. Second, it is the knowledge of the unspeakable gift of God, of the possibilities of grace for the vilest sinner, of the Father's pitying, yearning love, of sins forgiven, guilt removed, adoption into the Father's family, illumination, consolation, guidance, keeping, depravity destroyed, cleansing through the blood, sanctification by the baptism of the Holy Spirit, of salvation, from the uttermost to the uttermost, of unbroken fellowship with the Father and His Son Jesus Christ through the Eternal Spirit, of a life of blessed service in fruit-bearing and of a faith and hope that bear the Spirit up over sorrows and trials and losses, and pain and sickness, enabling it at last to cry out in supreme victory and holy triumph. O death, where is thy sting? O grave, where is thy victory? Thanks be to God which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. True zeal makes one faithful to Jesus and the souls for whom he died. It led Paul during his three years appointment at Ephesus to warn everyone night and day with tears to serve the Lord with all humility to keep back no truth that was profitable for the people, but to show them and teach them publicly and from house to house, testifying both to the Jews and also to the Greeks, repentance toward God and faith toward our Lord Jesus Christ. He was not content simply to get sinners to accept Jesus as their Savior, but taught them that Christ in you is the hope of glory, whom we preach, warning every man and teaching every man in all wisdom that we may present every man perfect in Christ Jesus. Whereunto I labor, striving according to his working, which worketh in me mightily. Paul was jealous for the perfection in love and loyalty of all his converts, and his zeal led him to seek with all his might to lead them all into this blessed experience. And as was Paul, so also was Baxter, who labored indefatigably in spite of lifelong sickness, and at times almost an intolerable pain, for the perfection of his people. And so also was Wesley and Fox and General and Mrs. Booth. And so will be every soul winner who is full of the zeal of God. True zeal is sacrificial. Jesus, consumed with zeal for the glory of God in the saving and sanctifying of men, was led as a lamb to the slaughter. Isaiah, who foresaw the humiliation and sacrificial life and death of Jesus, said by inspiration, I gave my back to the smiters and my cheek to them that plucked off the hair. I hid not my face from shame and spinning. And again Isaiah said, He is despised and rejected of men. A man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. He was despised and we esteemed him not. Surely he hath borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Yet we did esteem him stricken, smitten of God and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And with his stripes we are healed. The Lord hath laid on him the iniquity of us all. He poured out his soul unto death for us. He gave his life a ransom for men. Bless his name. And the gift of his spirit kindles and sustains the same sacrificial zeal in the hearts of all true soul winners. 